Winter is upon us, ladies and gentlemen, and with that brings the bad weather and tough driving conditions. The boys over at County Towing are ready to help. Whether you're having trouble getting your car started in the morning or you have the unfortunate experience of putting your vehicle in the ditch, these guys are here to help, day or night. Did you know that these hometown boys over at County Towing purchased Coxon's Towing a couple years ago, turning them into the largest operation in southern Ontario? There isn't anything County Towing can't do. The team over at County and Coxon Towing are the best in the biz. Trust me, I know. Just this year at the 2020 Provincial Tow Show, they took home three awards, including Recovery of the Year, for their work to recover a rolled-over tractor trailer loaded with steel coils hanging over an overpass on the expressway. You can you can even check out the boys at County Towing on the Discovery Channel hit TV series, Heavy Rescue 401. Look, there is no one else I would trust to get the job done. Service is their only business. If you need help, give County Towing a call at 519-738-2624. That number again is 519-738-2624. You won't be disappointed. And hello, everybody. It's episode 40 of Hat Trick Hockey. Chilling in the studio. As you guys can see, Rob's got his new setup over there. But before that, before we get to Rob's there, this um, episode of our show and all episodes, as always, are come straight at you from our friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. Rob? What's up, dude? Looking good in the yeah, studio, studio there. Bro. Looking good yeah, over studio. there. And I'm, I'm doing a live studio audience show right now. I got uh, my boy Jack here. <laughs> I got my boy Glenn. What's up? <laughs> so, and crushing blondes. <laughs> so, studio looks great, man. Little. Yeah. I'm gonna miss the chore board though. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna miss that. Well, chores are all done now. <laughs> Um, but see, I got, I got the king down here. I got some hockey night in Canada. I got the Leafs. Going to be hoisting the cup this year, boys. <laughs> oh, Superman God. always carrying the load. <laughs> and then the last time the Leafs won the Stanley Cup, sixty-seven. Oh boy! Oh, and I got my mom, my brother Sean, Nate Grant. When we went, when my mom was the first one to win the uh, Essex House League championship. Sweet. Should have a Hall of, a Hall of Fame for that couple buttes in that photo eh? <laughs> you so, real quick before we dive into the hockey first off holy shit what a trade deadline everything kind of happened last minute but before we get to that we got some more shirts in the store everybody all you got to do is click the link on all of our all of our posts there we got a bunch of new shirts in the store just want to let everybody know i just got to take a little sip here it's pretty good crushing blondes <laughs> Ah, okay. Yeah, so there's a bunch of new freaking shirts up there. Everybody check them out. They're awesome. Click the link on our page. Rob, this trade deadline was, first of all, Jack and I sat there for probably like fucking three hours. Not one trade comes through. It was, and then like, it come through where it was like a small trade. And then all of a sudden it seemed like right at like, what was it? Three o'clock, right at three o'clock. It just kind of went boom. Holy shit, some of the deals. Your Leafs, very active. 
What do you yeah, think? They, 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 they're pulling, they're pulling uh, all the stops and uh, they're going for it, I think. So speaking of those Leafs, let's get right into uh, to a few of their trades, shall we? Let's, let's address the elephant in the room, Nicholas Foligno. Okay, going over Rob. What do you think on that deal? Do you have that deal up there? Yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't think that deal was going to be done because I think he's like 5.5 million for this year. Mm -hmm. But the way the trade worked out, um, what was it? Columbus taking 50% of it. Yeah. uh, San Jose taking 25 and the Leafs paying 25 of his salary. That is correct. He is going to add so much grit to that that team that mm-hmm. it's just it's just awesome awesome yeah. i love the trade i was kind of hoping it was going to be sam bennett too in the same sense because mm-hmm. he uh what was he 2.5 million i want to say i think so yeah that nobody would have had to do anything he would have just taken him but the leafs also gave up to get felino what a first round and a fourth round to columbus and then a fourth round to san jose because they also got yes. Who did they get with uh, that Nosen. trade from San Jose? Nosen. I'm sorry? Nosen. That's Nosen. how it's spelled. N-O-E-S-E-N. I'm not sure. I'll be, never heard of net, I'll be honest with you. Neither have I. I've never heard of them either, man. But either way, a lot of draft picks flying around, though. The Leafs lost three draft picks. Yeah. Two fours I'm okay with. But you the know, first, but but... But the Leafs are all in. You got to be. They are all in. You got to be. For sure. You got to yep. be. You. This is the best team they've had in fucking forever. Right? Yep. Like, why would you not make that big push? And then what do they do? They go out and they get a goalie, too. They got Riddick. So now what? Now, like, now what happens? Well, Campbell is susceptible to injuries, you know, Um I think uh, Anderson as well, because he's still hurt, I think, or he's coming back tonight. This being Monday night, folks, uh, Toronto-Montreal play tonight, which is going to be a, a big game, Yeah, I think. Huge. But I don't think they have any of those guys coming in today. No. Because Felino's got to wait the the COVID Seven uh, day, protocol. Yeah. Yeah. How many is it? One week. One week. Okay. Yes, the way well, that's week. not that bad. And then they, they figure it will take him about uh, 10 days, they said-ish, before he'll be, like, right up to speed with the team and, like, ready to go. Which isn't right. bad. Like, you're already up in fucking first place, so it doesn't matter. Let him take your time. Let him come in ready to rock, man. It's only going to help you. Right. But Now, the Leafs made some more trades, too, didn't they? Didn't they pick up... Uh... Riley Nash? Yes, they did. So yeah. he came over. Yes, he came over from Columbus too. And it was a conditional seventh round draft pick that came back for him. Now now he's or a gritty player out, so. too. I believe so, yeah. I don't know a whole lot on him though. Yeah, I, I don't either. Um because like it, it, to be honest, I don't watch a lot of the other divisions. I'm more you know, the Canadian division. Mm-hmm. Of course. Rightfully so, I almost right? Burped, I almost burped on the camera again. That's okay. Wouldn't be the first time. These blondes are gassy. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of trades that kind of had me scratching my head. Oh, the Leafs also, too, they got Ben Hutton from Anaheim for a 20, 
22 fifth round pick. I don't know who that is. Uh, I've heard of them. I'm not, not, I don't know a whole lot on them. But uh, that, okay, now, so, so that's pretty much all the trades that Toronto's made for. I believe the so. Yeah. Trade deadline, well. right? yeah. Yep. Now you're looking at the, uh, the lineups in, in, like, I've seen, like, I, I have no idea, probably, probably six or eight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you get down to about the, uh, the third and fourth line, it's like, especially the fourth line, you got Joe Thornton now rolling down there to the fourth line, maybe the third line, who knows, you know, but there's, there's, uh, there's some skill that Toronto picked up that does he play? And, you know, like you, you know, Simmons has got to play and you know, Felino's got to play. So it's going to come down to him and Mr. Spezza are going to battle for a spot. Spezza is the shit. I don't care what anybody says. Spezza yeah. plays harder than anybody on that team, I think. So then well, he should be maybe next too, to right? John Tavares. John Tavares maybe not having a good year this year, but man, does he play hard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree there. Um, also, we get shit right once in a while. We hit that Montour there. We said Montour should will end up going to Florida, and that's exactly what happened. So he went to Florida. Let me try to find his deal. It's right here. All they, <laughs> they got him for a third round pick. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Buffalo's yeah. just selling the farm. So they another, are. let's stay on him then. We might as well. The big deal, obviously, which is Hall, right? Taylor Hall went to the Boston Bruins. Um, so it was Hall and Curtis Lazar or go over there for an exchange for Anders Bjork or Bjork. I think it's Bjork. I don't know. I'm sorry if I if I crushed your name. And a second round pick. So how do you think he'll do in Boston? Uh, that's a toughie. because uh, he really hasn't done well anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, like he's 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 living out of a suitcase right now. I know it's crazy, man. You know, and, and did you see his comment on you know, like, yeah, I wouldn't mind staying with Boston for the next couple of years. Yeah, why like, not? You know, <laughs> what? Like, I wouldn't mind finishing my career with Boston. Yeah, but I I was kind of uh, shocked he, by how he put that. If he went there and fucking played his ass off and did good and everything, they probably would sign him to a nice deal. Right. Well, I don't know what they are at the cap, so yeah. it's kind of hard to say. Like, what, what kind of room they have? It, mm-hmm. Did 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 um, Buffalo take any of his contract, or is he straight up? I think he Boston was just, Bruins. just straight up Boston Bruins. Hmm. It would have to well, be. Let's stack guy Jack here run through it and see what yeah. he can find. Um, also, too, my uh, Red Wings were also very active. As well, Iserman just the thing with him is when this deal, every deal he made came back with draft picks. Every oh, that's what he wants, right? Every single deal he came back with draft picks. So he started off, he sent Adam, uh, no, sorry, Patrick Nemeth went over to the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for a fourth round pick in 2022. 
And then there was a big three-way deal between the Lightning, Columbus, and the Wings, which was um, David Savard, Brian Lashoff go to the Lightning. Columbus gets a 21 first-round pick, 22 third-round pick, and the Wings get a 21 fourth-round pick. So the Red Wings sent a guy out and got a draft pick. And then they made a trade with uh, Montreal. They sent John Merrill over to the Habs. And the Red Wings got Hayden Berbeek and a fifth-round pick of this year's draft. How do you like that? Which one? That deal? Yeah. I'm okay with it. It's, you know, we're still, they're re, like, we're on the rebuild, right? I like the moves that he made. So far, like what he's done, I think has been great. Now, this one came in actually just before we went on the air, which was the big one, which was the wing sending Anthony Mantha to the Washington Capitals in exchange for Jacob Vrana, Richard Panic, a 21 first round pick and a 22 second round pick. That's a big, that's, that, that's a lot. You got a lot back for that. That's what I mean. That's a great deal. Yeah. I think I think the Iserman stole that fucking deal. Like you know what I mean? Stevie's working his magic, man. Because that uh, I think that one guy Verona there is. I think he's a twenty goal guy. What was Manta? Manta was probably around that, but it just seemed like he. I don't know. It, I don't want to say it seemed like he didn't want to be there, but he was just he was kind of sluggish there for a bit. He's in a little bit of a funk too, right? So, I don't know. Maybe he just wanted a wow. fresh start. What good player wants to sit through a rebuild? You know what I mean? Like, he's a good hockey player. Yeah, but you're young, dude. Still yeah. in his 20s. And, and mid- you mid-20s. got Steve Eiserman. You know what I mean? Look what he built over in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. It's might sit, but maybe he didn't have no trade clause. Yeah, maybe. So, you got to go. You got to go, right? And he yeah. was one of your... Uh, biggest um uh players you know what i mean so you got to give up to get also too i woke i woke up to that jeff carter deal he went over with sid and the boys for a conditional third and fourth round pick in 2022 and 23 right which is pretty good for him considering right he's a that guy can snipe too Sorry for everybody that's like watching this episode. I'm like looking down at my phone. I didn't have time to make notes because me and Rob and Jack were watching fucking Trade Center all day today. So and crushing popcorn and salsa. Yeah. So we're uh, we're on together. We're, we're a little bit on the on, on the fly right now. Um, also, my long lost brother got dealt today. Adam Godet got uh, shipped over to the Blackhawks for Matthew Highmore. I've never heard of Highmore before, but my long lost brother there's got shipped out. He's a so young Stack Eye Jack. Stack Eye Jack came out back with uh, the information on um, Taylor Hall. Okay, shoot it. No, Taylor Hall. He he Buffalo's retaining fifty percent of his contract. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, see, this is why maybe we should start getting Jack here with us when we record to Stack Guy Jack. Yeah. Oh, um, and before we go on any further, I got to thank Jack and Grace and Glenn and Misty for helping me set this 
great studio up. Mm-hmm. Misty hung all the pictures. So if anything falls, we're going to blame Mike Paley for it, for showing <laughs> her how to hang. Yeah. And also, yeah, right. thank you for our lights and stuff too, Jack yeah. and Grace. Yeah. Looking. Everybody yeah. doing their sacrifices to help us out with a podcast. It's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Everything's looking fresh too. Yeah. He's nice. Oh, Devin. Very Dubnik nice. Too. Devin Dubnik too got traded. He went over to Colorado. So it's going to be him and that Grubauer. So those two should have a nice little, nice little team over there. Um, oh, did you do you also see that uh, Toronto was trying to pick up uh, Bernier, but the contract was too high? Yeah, to I forget up. what it is. They would have been over the cap, and it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, yeah. When well, then I off, wonder, of, off of Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, I don't know. He's played good for the Wings. Like they don't really have a whole lot in front of him. If he if they had a good squad in front of like in front of him right now, man, he because he's playing good. He's like nine. Yeah. 920, 930 save percentage or something. Like playing well. So I don't yeah. know. I who, liked him in when he was in Toronto, that's for sure. Who do like you think from what we've seen so far? Like, who do you think has made the biggest impact so far for trades today? I don't know. I'm gonna have it's either Boston or Toronto, I have to mm-hmm. say. Like, you know, obviously Detroit's doing a great job. Like, Eiserman's doing a great job with all his, his draft picks he's picking up. He, he he may have done the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but. I was going to say that. I was like, I'm not being biased, but I love every single move Eiserman made. <laughs> right. Because, you know, like he's building, he wants to build a wagon there. So, yeah. you know, he's got to got to make the sacrifices in there. Don't get me wrong. They're going to be shit for another couple of years. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Well, you got it. You, you, you've had, you've had a pretty good run at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, what, 25 so. years, fucking playoffs every year. Couple, couple, three, four cups, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's why I said it. <laughs> I meant to say more. It, it, it just can't. I, these, just it just doesn't work all the time. <laughs> I know. I'll be honest with you, man. I've been fucking spoiled when it comes to fucking hockey because I got all those Absolutely. runs. I've seen four cups. Like, you know what I mean? So that's pretty cool. So I'm, I'm not, that's why I said I'm not bitching. I'm, I'm not, I'm not complaining. So even Jack's probably last time we had a couple. Cup. Yeah. It was a cup. Jack, Jack makes fucking smart ass remarks like, uh, Oh, their best plays came in black and white. <laughs> We're gonna fucking spin buckets at the end of this episode. Hey, back back when the net was still like curved, like it looked like a three instead of the yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah. And skates That's... were made out of steel. Yeah, and they looked like boots, <laughs> leather helmets. No helmets. Yeah, I know. That's when no men helmets. were men and slashing each other in the scary. face when they got pissed off. Yeah, dude, I was watching a game. We're going way off topic here, but whatever. It's hockey, so who cares? I was watching a game from like way back in the day, and it was an old school like Leafs game, probably like mid seventies, I want to say. And like, no one's in helmets, and they're just fucking buzzing around the ice, elbows up, sticks flying everywhere. I'm like, oh my god, how did nobody get killed when they played back then? But man, it was. Honestly, it was kind of more entertaining than the stuff that we watch right now because it was just some games. Because there was just every time someone had the puck, there was a hit. Yeah, yeah. Like that's when they played the hit, man. When each guy could drop the gloves and fight anybody at, at the drop of a hat. 
Yeah. I think I've seen like three or four fights and like one of them looked like it was, it was like a boxing match. Like they didn't even really try to like grab each other. They were just chucking knocks. I was mm-hmm. like, Holy shit. Whatever, I guess. Um, so that's kind of all the big deals so far. I'm sure there's some that are still rolling in. I got it on here while as we're on the air, but I haven't really seen anything else. Have you seen anything else? The, uh, Jamie Ben didn't he get a? Who, who did he go to? No, not Jamie Ben. Jordy Ben. Jordy Ben. Jordy Ben went to shit. I think I had it on my phone too. No, I don't. We got it here. I, I know okay. I did see. Oh, where do you? I went think, to Winnipeg. Okay. That was, guy, Jack, coming up with the stats. I was just going to say that too, Winnipeg. But yeah, good job, Jack. But yeah, he's he'll definitely help there. He's a like, probably what, a f- four to five guy? He went for a six-round pick, too. He went for a six-round pick. No, but you'd say he's what, a probably like four to five guy? In Winnipeg? Yeah. Mm, yep. Yep. I'd say right there. He's not going to hurt that team, that's for sure. And he's a little bit of grit, it, too. Like, he'll fight a bit. And I think he, but he only had like uh, one goal and um, like 14 assists or something like that, I want to say. That's close, okay. to, close to something like that. The way those guys are right now, they don't need him scoring goals. They need him playing defense because they just smashed the Habs, I think, last night. Like, I think it was like four or five nothing last time I looked or something like that. It was pretty nuts. Right. They were laying a beating on them. Um, so, in the meantime, we've been going here for a little bit. Do you think we should flip it over to our interview? Absolutely. And we can kind of shoot the shit on the back half here, more some more trade stuff. But, uh, yep. yeah, so we got this absolute gem on here with us. Took a little bit to – we had to work him a little bit to get him on here. We had to work him a little bit to get him on, but we got him on. <laughs> Rob, you know what? I want you to lead us into this interview right now. It's lead us in. Oh, this guy, this guy is a total beaut. You know, like uh, we, you'll hear in the interview, like uh, he, he's good friends with uh, Mike Bailey and, and we tried to get him on the show and uh, seen him at the 73s tournament um, uh, annual. And I asked him, you know, like, Hey, Jeff, come on, come on the show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, not a fucking chance. <laughs> and then once we had Timmy on here and, you know, then he, know, he knows that Jamie was on here and then all the 73s and he felt a lot more comfortable. And like I say, we don't give a guys a lot of time to think about it. It's just <laughs> get them on, get them on, get them done. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, Jeff Brett. Roll it. Roll it. Delta. Well, Rob, track down another one of the hometown boys here. He's one of our alumni. He's played 110 games as a 73. He's recorded 77 goals, 87 assists, 164 points, almost a point and a half per game, Rob, over his time with the threes here. Is that good? Is that good, Rob? 
I think that's good. I think that's good. I mean, if you wanted to be a point of game player, like, yeah. why not? but why just go point and a half, you know, he also Rob racked up his fair share of pims too. Jeff Brett. Welcome buddy. How's it going? Hey, Don. <laughs> How, how's everything going? All good. All good. Getting sick of this COVID, get over this COVID shit. Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> I just... love the shirt nines. I love the shirt. I know. I noticed that oh, too. I represent myself. So actually, I was just going to say, so everybody calls you nines. How did you get that? We started playing slow pitch when uh, law ball was just coming to an end. Okay, yeah. And the old school boys didn't really want us in the league because we're all young and cocky fuckers. <laughs> but then they realized they're a team short, so they let us in. And uh, we decided to be ourselves and wear pink shirts. And I just... Picked up 99 as a sweater, and it wasn't really Gretzky thing, even though he's the greatest hockey player ever to play the game. It was just a number. And then you play slow pitch, you know, and you're up to bat. Come on, 99. Come on, nines. And it just stuck. That's whatever it was, 18, 19 years old. Holy shit, eh? So we'll flop over to the, like, hockey side of it here. So where did everything start? Like, where was it right here in town where you just fell in love with hockey? Yep. Uh, my grandpa used to run work at the arena. I think he probably started when there there was no roof on there. But uh, we had a, unlimited access to ice time when the hockey, you know, teams weren't on. Mm -hmm. So my mother took time off to raise our, you know, our family. And she used to bring me down there before, you know, empty ice with just Grandpa Mike. Mm -hmm. And so according to mom, I was only a year and five, six months, born in July, when she put me on skates. Wow. You guys don't actually think I'm drinking Dr. Pepper here, do you? No. <laughs> no, you didn't have me fooled for a second. Fancy <laughs> little sleeve, eh? Doc, nice doctor fucking peeper, by the way. Did you make did you make that at work? <laughs> no, I bought them those, those uh, I don't know, neoprene ones. Oh, yeah. Attaboy. Attaboy. There we go. That's better. <laughs> How's that feel? It's in here. Same thing. <laughs> Good for the golf course. So who uh, who was your guy growing up? Like, who did you like to watch? And did you kind of idolize your game after him? I used to like going to the threes games when my Uncle Bobby played back in the 70s. And obviously with the Crowders and all them, it was a fantastic team. Mm -hmm. So you'd have to go very far to see, you know, NHL talent with Heinze and both Crowders and Go Georgie Gagne and all them. You know, a lot of them went pretty far. So uh, just some great hockey for local you know, without heading to the big city or uh, across the river or anything. Mm -hmm. Favorite player growing up? Probably the purest goal scorer ever. You guys got to guess that one. Your hockey guys. <laughs> no? No? I don't think like he, like he was the purest goal scorer ever. No, I think Mike Boston was. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. That's another good one. Uh, that's you take a look at his stats, they're just unreal. Mm -hmm. Every third shot went in. He was a great hockey player. Ed tough. Ego in the corners, like, but all those guys did back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't play in round rinks like today. Okay, I got I, off topic. I just got a question for you. So we we went. Uh oh. <laughs> what changed so why? What changed your mind? Because I mumble. Uh, You'll be well, lucky if anybody can understand me. I'm Especially not, after a few of these. 
I'm not sure why, Rob, but you cut out when you were saying that. I didn't get, I didn't have sound there for a second. I cut out? Yeah, I couldn't hear either of you for a second. I don't know what the hell happened. Okay, well, we could just, well, I'll get your brother to edit it. Yeah, know, go ahead. But what, what were you saying? I said well, we went to the, the 73s golf tournament. Mike and, and Nines were cruising around. Oh, okay. And Jeff, or, um, Mike was asking me how the podcast was going. And I said, uh, really well. And, I, and then I, I saw Nines with him. And I said, Nines, you got to come on the show. And he's like, not a fucking chance. <laughs> and I said, well, what, what changed your mind to coming on the show? Was it Timmy? <laughs> Timmy. Timmy convinced me. I watched uh, his. It was funny. Yeah, why not, man? Fuck, it's a good time. Just sitting here, crush a couple pops with the boys and shoot the shit. Depends <laughs> how many pops I have. If you can understand me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, like, so, like, how, how old were you when you got your, your, your first look? from from the uh threes here oh i don't know i think we ap'd in midget it was pretty commonplace to come up from the midgets so i think i played nine or ten games when i was underage there mm -hmm. and then uh the following year just signed early in the seat early early in uh camp mm -hmm. what, what was it like your first game playing for the 73s it's a, it's a shocker because, I mean, you're, what, 16, 17 years old, a buck 40, mm -hmm. fighting against 20-year-olds with full beards and three kids. And, Jesus. hell, Warren O'Neill had three kids before he was done junior. Holy fuck. <laughs> he did. Busy guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. He was still in high school, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if he ever went. Yeah. <laughs> farmer, right? You got to go farm. Yeah. He knew what he was going to do the rest of his life. That's fine. So since we're on that there for the, for the like first freaking game there, just like, I love asking the guys who are actually from here and who are, were actually on the team and stuff is just like, how good was it just sliding on that orange and black for the first time and just putting it on? Like how awesome was it for you? It is incredible. I mean, you grow up wearing the, the same colors, but for some reason when you put the 73 shirt on, it just feels a little better, makes you feel a little more confident, and uh, bumps up your game. Your first game is pretty exciting. I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. Even the games when you AP, it's you're too fucking nervous to, you know, even enjoy it. But once yeah. you know you're on the team, it gets you know it gets a lot more comfortable, and uh, the jersey feels pretty good. And like Timmy said, remember those old leathers we used to wear in high school? Yeah, they were a. Uh, Pretty nice to walk into school and everybody knew you made the team that way, right? And yeah. it's a magnet for the broads or what? Um, my wife's here, but yeah. <laughs> it's a high school thing. It's a high school thing. It's funny how, how the girls used to ask to wear it. Now that you mentioned it, it was funny. Yeah, they could barely hold it. They were like, what, 30, 40 pounds? <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. Try and put it on now. Oh, I can only imagine those old school leather coats, man. Oh yeah, he can almost he can get the top button done done up. Oh, uh, he's put on a little bit more weight than I have. <laughs> he likes his craft beer a little more than I do. Yeah, well, he bought a trailer so he could go taste all over the all over the province. Did he? Yeah, he's got a little little uh, one one like sleeper for him. Fourteen footer. What's that? It's a little fourteen footer. I don't even think it's that big. I don't know. Like it, it's so small, but he said he had 
what he said he had five people in it at one time <laughs> playing cards <laughs> oh i think i'm sleeping there oh because it was raining outside so oh i was no. gonna say damn that would suck yeah. hey so you're uh you're like rookie year you led the squad in fucking scoring was there any yeah. was there any guys on your line that made it like a little bit easier for you or or was it just like everything you shot just felt like it went in um i had an easy job i remember one of the first games in essex i had two wingers sean roberts who his dad was drafted NHL and CFL, mm-hmm. uh, just a monster. And Jimmy Chitto, who hadn't played in two years. Lee Jones brought him back out. Another tough farmer, right? Mm-hmm. So we go into the dressing room, what, first or second game maybe, and they pull me aside and they said, Jeff, what are you doing in the corner? I said, I'm the centerman. You're taught to be the second man in, right? Yep. He goes, nope, that's our job. We can't fucking score. You just stand out front. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they battled out they battle out front or in the corners, throw it out to me, and boom, scores. Is, uh, I think the easiest part of the job mm-hmm. is to put it in the net. Yeah. Less, less <laughs> fucking injuries that Reap way. All the rewards. <laughs> and if you look, I'm sure there's more goals than assists. <laughs> yeah, That's okay, though. I think I'll, I'll say it before Rob. I'll, I'll say it before Rob does. I didn't like to pass. <laughs> he chirps me all the time for being a pocket. Great. Dog. He's Two pocket dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. What an ass. Okay, so who who was your biggest fan? Your mom or your dad? Uh, no doubt, my mom. Yeah, and what did you think yeah, about she, the fight when you got into the junior C? Didn't bother until I was uh, like after we come back from B, then it was just a little bit of a shit show and fighting every night and stuff. It, she didn't like that, but she knew she knew the part of the game. Mm-hmm. we'll talk about that later rob you bring that part up <laughs> we'll talk about my mom later what, uh, she, no go ahead she's as tough as they come she's an irish woman two of her sisters were nuns there was 14 kids in her family wow and the belmores got in a car accident i believe down the road and they just took in timmy didn't really adopt him they just moved him in so you know that house across the street from the legion mm-hmm. yeah uh, the little gray one that'll be up for sale soon. Grant just passed away. 15 kids went through that house. No shit. Drive by that house next time and think about 15. So mom went to the all-girls school in Chatham, the Pines. Yeah. And two of her sisters were nuns. Wow. It was a traditional Irish family. But if, if you like, if she liked you, no worries, Rob. If she didn't, look out. <laughs> so she didn't like Rob? <laughs> she didn't know Rob. Okay. But if she didn't like you, look out. No. You didn't know. Say. You can bring that one up later. Stupid. He got my ass beat by her. <laughs> you can bring that story up later. I'll tell you about Leamington. Oh. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, so like what was it like when uh actually you know what? I'm gonna go down this road here. So you're you're on with them now as a like what do you do now there with the team? I just joined the coaching staff, but it's more or less uh, scouting and uh, advisor. Okay, so so you see lots of hockey, obviously, or you will see lots of hockey. So what yeah. I want to know is from the time when you were there to now, how much has the game changed? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't mean just like everything they wear. I just mean in general, the game, the hitting, fighting, just in general. Well, the hitting just in hockey in general is just taken out of the game, if you ask me. I watched 
the Wings lose to Columbus there a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. It was a decent game. They lost 3-2. At the end of the game, I seen the hits, 34-32 or for Columbus. Jesus. I might have seen four hits the whole fucking game. Yeah. What do they come up with 34-32? You bump into somebody and it's a hit? Yep. Yeah. Or if you hit somebody too hard, it's a, you know, a McDavid's penalty the other day. It was a little bit of an elbow, but it was barely two minutes when we played. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's when hockey was hockey, though. Now, but it, it, it's not like that anymore. So you can't even really compare. It's fucking apples and oranges now, right? Yeah, but on the good side, you you look at these kids' skills. Like I've been coaching. I you know I quit coaching a couple of years ago, but I coached for twenty years. To see the kids I played that were just talented, but grinders. Really, you worked hard every night. You know, for our success. Then you get guys like when I was coaching, say Tony Spillary. You know. 15 years old, he played CMB, got drafted junior A. But he just grabbed the puck and just start flipping it around, you know, flipping it upside down and curling it around. That was unheard of when we were kids. Right. You're a hot dog. Right. You get your ass kicked if you did it, if you're yep. even able to do it. Now it's just common play. Hmm. The lacrosse behind the net, top shelf. That would get your ass kicked when we were young. <laughs> if you could even do it. Are these kids are doing like lacrosse shit, right? Like, messing around with the ball with the, you know, and then now it, and now it comes over to the stick and it's a, a lot of the same moves. Mm-hmm. Yep. But like sure. you said, you, you did something like that. You might as well erode your yeah. stick and you're getting your fucking head beat in. Oh my God. Yeah. You better duck. I got to <laughs> ask you though, Jeff, I have to ask you, what if you're in a game? So you're on the, the like threes back then you're on the ice and a kid standing at the back of the net puts his puck on the stick and tries to do that move. What what are you doing to him skating around the other side of the net? You know what I mean? Like you would murder somebody. Like just it seems like that it's just it's just common nowadays for kids to just hot dog it. Like you know what I mean? Like they score goals, they're doing the sellies, the arrows, the throwing the gloves, the dragging your yeah. on the ice. Like kids nowadays, I find like they act like they've never fucking scored a goal before, and it drives me nuts sometimes. I think it, you know, you look at the NFL football. Defensive uh, backs are down 34 to two and they make a tackle and they celebrate like, you know, they just won the Super Bowl. And a lot of, no, a lot of hockey players are like that now. I don't know if it's maybe, maybe because the podcast like you, you're showing uh, nice goals like that. Well, I, you know, once in a while you got to show We show them. more fighting than we do goals. We do. We're on a little bit of a fighter uh, trend right now, actually. I noticed that. <laughs> Well, they're, they're, they're going away. They're like dinosaurs, you know what I mean, anymore. Like, they're, they're just taking it out of hockey, you know. Like, you, you see a lot more stick work, you, you know, uh, spears, mm-hmm. you know, like, because you can't drop the gloves. And, and if you do, then, you know, you could end up getting suspended because you might do something, you know, oh, somebody got a concussion, fuck, you know, cancel mm-hmm. hockey. Mm-hmm. Turning into college, United States college hockey. Right. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it, it's fun to watch, but you know what I mean? I, I'd much rather watch an OHL game than a college hockey game. Yeah. Uh, you know, because they can fight and they, and, and they don't get, you know, three game suspensions right off the bat for a first fight. Mm-hmm. Somebody <laughs> like Lee Jones is lucky he's not playing today. It's what? One game suspension, then three, then five, then you go right to an interview? Well, yeah. bored, yeah. Lee had that in a week and a half. Yeah, <laughs> we can out more challenges. Yeah, that's it. One week is up for the year. Yeah, that's a weekend series. 
who else? Because I remember Lee being the tough guy on the team, but who else was the tough guy on the team back when you played with the threes? Depends what you mean by tough. I mean, like, Wayne Taggett didn't say shit. And he wasn't a fighter, but he was a farm boy, benching almost 400 pounds in high school. Remember our old gym up top? Yeah. Just farm yeah. tough. And uh, one day we were playing Lington, we had a line brawl, and then I'm on the bench, I look over, and here's Wayne at the bottom of the fight. Somehow the guy threw him down. Wayne's at the bottom, throws about four punches from the bottom. The guy basically passes out on top of him. Wayne stiff arms him and keeps hitting. I'm sorry, Wayne wasn't smart enough to roll the guy over, you know, throw some bombs, but he threw about 10 bombs from the bottom. Who, who can do that today? Yeah. <laughs> so it depends what you mean by tough. I mean, he was a big man. Yeah. Oh, strong as an ox. Like I said, farm boys, right? I was just going to say, that's farm boy strength right there to be able to throw a punch that hard laying on your back. Like those and, two like I said, in there. The guy was pretty much dummy, like ready to go dodos, but he <laughs> went and just kept stiff-arming stiff him and throwing bombs. That's crazy, man. Now, you were there in 85, right? Did did you guys have the, the like, full mass, the half shield, the, like, nothing? Like, what? I, I think we started wearing masks in uh, – like Bantam, I think. So I had a full full cage. Oh, okay. I had the old uh, fish bowl eye tech. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I grew up without anything, right? So I couldn't look mm. through a cage. It drove me nuts. Don't those things fog up like crazy, though, those visors? Yeah, and they scratch. Put the soap on it. You used to rub the soap on it and shit. Nothing helped. Never worked out well, especially if somebody snowed you and then you fucking can't see nothing. I had a I remember guy going into do you know the lemon scent like fresh stuff that you spray on like on like wood or or like whatever that lemon shit or whatever i guess if you spray that on it it doesn't fog up i think we're going somewhere there somewhere else there how do you know that you gotta clean some shit yeah because a guy in my like freaking locker room pulled a can out of his bag and i was like what the fuck are you doing and he's like this stuff makes it so it doesn't fog up i'm like Oh, okay, because he wears the full thing too, right? And I was just like, oh, oh shit, why, don't, yeah. why, why don't you just wear a cage? Because he was the same way. He hates it. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to get used to. You get cross-eyed. Mm -hmm. Did you uh, did you ever um, get hazed going growing up playing threes? Like your rookie party, whatever? Um, not so much Junior C. We had big parties. Um, wherever we went, we went everywhere together. It was pretty cool. Whether you're 15, 16, 20, everybody went to the same house party. It was really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember any big uh, hazing there. Junior B, I got shaved, whatever. If you want to touch my boys, go ahead. If you want to shave them. <laughs> it's kind of weird that it goes to the balls, eh? Yeah, you know, man. like, I you can wear my junk in the shower. Yeah, like, what do you yeah like? I don't know. Shave it. Just tell them thanks a lot. I'm going to the girlfriends after this. Hey, hey, and now, and now yeah. you keep them shaved all the time. <laughs> yeah, now we have to. <laughs> Junior C was 73 is more about getting drunk. They got all the rookies drunk. Yeah. I remember when I was one of the captains when I was older, I had a rookie party at my parents' house, and I told everybody, show up with short hair. Right? So everybody, Hachi and all the young kids showed up with whatever the hell it is, a number two here. So I grabbed a razor and I put 73s on the side, nice and neat. Would Joe Duncan come with a fro? Oh. 
They were like, what the fuck? So a couple guys held him down, and we shaved a stripe down the middle, so he just looked like Bozo, eh, Harold? Do you hear about big pinstripe down the middle? His girlfriend <laughs> yeah, called and threatened, threatened to call the cops. And... To call the oh, is he a cop? <laughs> yeah, no, he's an RCMP. Oh, shit. <laughs> what, a, what a mop of hair he had, eh? Oh, yeah, it was a big, looked like, well, you looked like Mike Tyson. <laughs> he looked like OJ in the naked gun. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed too your uh your final year there that you had a uh you had career high in points and minutes in the box. Did you just want to go out with a bang or was that just kind of how all the cards played out? Well, we I come back from B and let's face it, you lose a little bit of interest if the team isn't you know, uh, challenging for the Smoltz Cup. Mm-hmm. So I uh, somehow got on line with two of the toughest bastards I ever played with. Wayne Mills from Maidstone and Denny Evola. You know Evola. Yep. Anthony, you know? I don't think so, no. Oh, no, there's Johnny and, and uh, Danny Evola. You don't get much tougher than Evola. And so two guys fight. Well, the third guy has to fight too, right? Line brawl. So that's that's where the penalty minutes come from. Yeah, so yeah, because there was a lot. Evola didn't lose too many, but you know, one starts and then a big burly defenseman grabs a hold of you. Well, you got to swing, right? So, oh yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Was, that, that was I was thing surprised how many points I got with the penalty minutes we had. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the thing about Essex. Essex always had a couple of tough guys on that team. Like, let alone don't get me wrong, the the team played tough, but you know what I mean. There was always somebody coming into that barn, like whether it was trying to make a name for themselves against Lee Jones or against the ball, uh, you know, like tag it. It didn't matter. Like uh, what are the two brothers there? Um, Sternbauer? Sternbauer's. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like there was always somebody, you know, you're, you're going to see a good one almost every single night. Mm-hmm. Well, back at our time, if you wanted to prove yourself, whether at home or on the road, if they had a tough guy, they'd, you know, hunt out our tough guy. Yeah. Now these so-called tough guys will just pick on a weak guy so they can beat the shit out of them. Yeah, they'll just mm-hmm. come after Back him. in the day, back in the day, you had to go through the tough guy first. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why, you know, somebody steps up, he almost says, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. And and, and, and you, you had a lot of skill on the team, so you had to have some tough guys on there to protect those guys, right? You know, like yep. you, Joey Duncan was a really good hockey player, you know, like Hutchie was a good hockey player. We had uh, Kevin Miller. Miller, Kevin Miller, yeah, Scott. Miller. It was always, it was always, uh, usually me, Miller, Steve Merritt, or anywhere in those combination. We all grew up together, so I mean, we we won all Ontario twice as Bantams, mm-hmm. and uh, then we had guys like Taggett and Darren Dent that used to check with his head. Mm-hmm. It was just Darren or Darren. Darren Dent. Oh, his brother. Yeah. Right. He put himself here the second game of the year, and it stayed wide open the whole year. He used to check with his head. Jesus. Give you that. We call him Coco Butt. Jesus. But, I mean, we had three guys that could score and three guys that could rough it up. Yeah. That's a nice That's combo. Awesome. Nice combo. Yeah. Who was that one guy in the league back then who you just fucking hated playing against? You know, like, they're – Freaking coming up, you're like, oh, I got to play against this fucking guy. Is there, was there any guy that you just hated playing against? 
In our league, it was definitely the McCade brothers in uh, Moortown. There was twins that were a year younger than me, and Lee was two or three, two years older, I think. There was rumors that he got arrested for stealing a car at their rookie party. <laughs> like just, you swear you're stoned every game. And then he had a broken hand, and rules were a little different then, right? You weren't supposed to take the gloves off. Yeah. Well, he played with a cast on for at least three months, Jeez. which is today's rules you're not allowed to, right? Yeah. And he was just a fucking nut bar. Luckily, Lee had to fight him most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's your that, that's that's all you, bud. That's all you. Oh, he was a big dude, and he was nuts. Jesus. Oh, like if you want to get into the stories about Moortown, holy fuck. fuck go ahead, Tim, man. Yeah, t- we do. Timmy was telling you about uh, playoffs there when he got called up. Yep. So we win the league, and we dominated pretty good. If you look at our 85 record, eh? whatever it was, 25 wins, six losses or whatever. Yeah. We're down to the league finals, and we lose three straight. Oh. Can't figure out why. We must be getting out hustled, let's face it. You know, it worked, bad bounces, whatever you want to say. We Coaches come in the dressing room between periods, and they say, all right, guys, we got them right where we want them. What? Down three games, nothing. Down three, two at the end of uh, two periods. Come out and snuck that one out in overtime. Come back to Essex, bench pro- or uh, back to Moortown. It was so stupid. You warm up at this end, but the dress room's at that end. Ooh, we crisscrossed for warm ups before the pucks were even on the ice, full bench brawl. We beat them like seven to two. Come back to Essex, bench brawl again. They shut the lights out. We beat them eight to two. How's that that game? <laughs> Up in the rafters? <laughs> Wasn't that no, a I just, just stand in front. I'd find Lloyd Phillips, and I'd stand <laughs> in front of him. Yeah, I can see over you. Because he's always at the glass, so i just say, yeah. hey, Lloyd, I'd sneak in front of him. My, the top of my head, it comes up to his tits. <laughs> so he can still see. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wasn't blocking anything from him. And can, I, so can I show you a T-shirt? Yeah. Okay, so you know Chris Fowler, right? Yeah, yeah. Chris is up camping in Wallsburg every year. He runs into this guy. The guy says, where are you from? He said, Essex. And the guy shakes his head. He goes, oh, fuck Essex. And Fowler's like, why? He said, well, I play for the Moortown Flags. And uh, he goes, oh, fuck. Started telling stories. He goes, Chris, you won't believe this. But just listen to the story. He told him about being down or up three games, nothing, bench brawling and warm up. Come to Essex. They shut the lights out, blah, blah, blah. And Fowler's laughing. And the guy says, I told you you wouldn't believe me. He says, no, I was there. I was sitting in the rafters, right? <laughs> so he goes, yeah, I remember that fucking number nine, Lee Jones, and that little cocksucker number seven, too fast for me to catch and could score goals. So I sent him a T-shirt. Next time he went up there, it says, that little cocksucker that could score, number seven, I signed it, Jeff Brett. <laughs> I was expecting Fowler to show me, you know, a picture of the shirt and a fire. Yeah. Nope, he sent one back. Oh, <laughs> That's awesome. It says Weedy, his last name's Weed. Weedy, number 16. We had you on the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That goes That's to an awesome story. 30 years later, you know, you can laugh about it. That's fine. But it's but funny, probably... too, right? It's funny, Jeff. Like, you can go up, like, you know, start getting north Ontario, and, and you end up talking about hockey, and people know who the 73s are. You know, and, and like you said, 30 years later, you can go up there and they still know who they are. I, it's so well, most awesome. Successful, or, most successful organization, 
organization in the LHA. So for sure, for sure, that helps. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's always, awesome. they, they always have fucking good teams, man. Always. So Jeff, how did you end up going to play for the Bulldogs? Um, Davey Gagne and I were looking for a scholarship, and this is where I, if I could turn back time, I'd turn a teacher, a younger, I don't know, guidance counselor, whatever. You went to Essex High School. What they what they ask you? Do you smoke dope? Do you drink beer? Or do you drink? Yes and yes kind of thing, right? But never did they ask you what you want to do in your life. So Dave Gagnon and I sat down and wrote a bunch of letters to every school that we, you know, within 300 miles with his mom, eh? Helped us out. Mm -hmm. And uh, what did you know about? You knew about Michigan, Michigan State. He didn't know about anything Division Two. So Dave and I went up there. And obviously, uh, him and I both made the all-star team in Junior B. And he played phenomenal. And he got a full ride to Colgate, which was Ivy League. Right. And so that's what we're both looking for was a scholarship. I had a half offer for Western Michigan, but my parents couldn't afford that. Oh, state residence fees were seventeen grand U.S. I think. Oh, was it, was it a full ride? No, didn't get a full ride, so just stayed home. But that's why we went to Junior B, basically. Yeah, it's a different world up there. It's a business. So, so Dave's pretty smart going to Ivy League school, eh? Well, and you're a good goalie. <laughs> that helped. Not not every athlete graduates, Rob. Yeah, Joe, Joe said he's going to try and get uh, Dave on with us because uh, I remember uh, playing softball with him. We picked him up one year and we had him playing first base. Well, you ain't getting nothing by him. You know what I mean? Oh. So he, he's picking everything, everything out of the dirt, everything trying to get hit by him. Um, and he was telling the story. I, I don't remember it fully. I'll have to let him tell the story, but. He uh, got put into a game in Detroit. Maybe you remember. And did. didn't Brett Hole score a hat trick on him or something? Nope. Dave Goggle's in the Hall of Fame. For? Brett Hall got his 50th goal in 50 games against him. <laughs> That's what it was. I knew it was something with Brett Hall. He's like, yeah, that guy could really shoot a puck. That's actually kind of cool, though. 50 goals in 50 games, you think? Yep. Dave's in the Hall of Fame for that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's actually kind of cool, even though you, he's Brett is Brett Hall. Like, he's one of the greatest all time to do it. For sure. Yeah. Dave's parents worked uh, a lot of shift work. His mom worked at the hospital. His dad was at Chrysler's. So, my dad went out steady days. We picked Dave up a lot growing up yeah. for baseball and hockey. So, we spent a lot of time together. We sat down and we decided to give Junior B a try. And there's not too many guys get, you know, scholarships out of C. So, he was a very humble dude. Like, when I met him, like, you know, he wasn't that, oh, I played in the NHL. You know what I mean? He was just, I don't know. The guys we get on this show that seem to be from around this area, they're just fucking awesome. They're just awesome guys. Small town hockey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and to come on the show for us, you know, and and just to give back, like, so many people want to do it. Like, it, it's just, uh, it's great that all you guys want to do it you know like it's a lot of fun we have a couple drinks and shoot the shit like we're in the, sitting in the garage and nobody's listening right but there are there are a couple people listening yeah, a couple. <laughs> you're in there but that's basically why i joined the 73 staff there just to give back again that's mm. awesome you know coach for 20 years in minor hockey and just try and give back somebody somebody did it for us right yeah yeah, yeah. for sure it was a little different all back then Volunteer time right all that volunteer time coaching 
Mm. You don't get you don't get nothing for it. You get shit on by parents. You get you know you're going to hear it from this guy and you're going to hear it from that guy. But you know what's funny is it seems like like I I, I kind of listen to a little bit of uh, some people talk about their house league teams and and whatever. But these kids, the way they talk to coaches now, not all kids, but some of these kids, it's like, oh, if your parent could hear you the way you're talking to me right now, like listening to some of these coaches and they go, I want to coach girls. They don't give you no guff. They don't give you no lip. They do what you tell them. These kids are trying to tell you, no, we're going to play this line. No, we're going to do this. Well, if a guy could hit me in the stick instead of my skates, well, if you could take a puck off your skates and put it to your stick, you'd be that much better, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. If you're good enough, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't be playing fucking house league, would you? Especially when they come back to triple A down to double A or single A. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, no, I play triple A. Okay, so your dad had more money than my dad, you know, kind of thing. Right. Some fucking parents nowadays are the absolute worst. Like, they They are. Like, all their kids are going to the NHL. Like, you know what I mean? Every every time I've said that. Well, if you put him on that line, and then you know what's the best is listening to a kid bitch about the line that he's on. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, you've been listening to your parents way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, kids don't make that shit up. No, yeah. they no. hear their parents saying, "Well, if they were playing on this line with this guy, you know that." Yeah, okay, line eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nuts, man. Parent, I could never be a coach if. Like, especially nowadays, everybody's so fucking sensitive about everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't go into a room and, like, kick a pail and yell and swear at a team now because then everybody's all fucking sad like somebody shot their fucking dog or something when they leave the room, right? Like, it takes everything out of the game. Like, you, if you can't have a freaking coach who can give you shit once in a while and everything who's not your dad or not your mom or something like that, then, like, I don't know. Everything to me is just too soft nowadays. It drives me nuts. Yep. Ten years ago, you shoot pucks at kids. They weren't paying attention. <laughs> Try that today. Mm-hmm. I used to have a coach. He would hook his finger inside your cage, and he was a big man too, right? So he would hook his finger inside your cage, and if he was mad at you, he would pull you by, like, one finger in your cage. You would almost leave your feet, or he would almost, like, rip your helmet off you. That's how hard he would pull you. And he would bring you like right into his face and he would give you the gears. And, but like, you don't see that shit nowadays. And honestly, he was one of my favorite coaches. Yeah. Well, the kids, the kids that can't take that, those are the kids that the parents fucking do whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't, they don't give the kids shit. They don't, you know what I mean? Like I I just, it, it blows my mind on, on the way the sensitivity is now. Mm hmm. You know, we used to play buckets and gloves in the, you know, in the dress room before practice. Yeah. Try that. Yeah. I'd never do buckets and gloves. I just hit you with my stick. I don't (laughs) want to do buckets and gloves. I'll just hit you with my stick. Yeah. All that buckets and gloves. Now it's like, oh, Tommy will get hit too hard or whatever. And whatever. Well, and you you can't do it now because everybody's got a camera. Yeah. And where was the coach? Well, now it's the coach's fault. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and yeah. now now the coach is getting freaking whatever penalized or, is the best, or disciplined man. for for not being there. I haven't heard of that in a long time. That fucking helmets and gloves. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> He's called buckets and gloves. Yep. See, <laughs> you face down against that huge bastard, but it was fun. <laughs> That's fucking great, man. That's great. Never did it. Never did it. I would cross check you right in the face if you came over. <laughs> you had no stick. 
just buckets and gloves. Yeah, I, I might stick. I want to leave my stick alone. Tomahawk Rob name? over there. No, I, hey, if I'm going to fight, I'm going to fight. I'm going to stick my thumb in your eye. <laughs> show me a good I'm loser or show you a loser. <laughs> What's that? Show me a, lo- a, a good loser and I'll show you a loser. Right. <laughs> I won't lose. Spear <laughs> <laughs> you in the neck. See how that goes for you. That's fucking funny. So what about now? Do you still, are you on the ice now still? Or do you play at all or now or what? I played up until COVID started, yeah. Yeah, me too. I took a, tore my hammy a couple years ago. I took a year off and didn't really miss it. Oh, yeah, I was black and blue, mass cheek to ankle. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. I really didn't miss it. And then the next year, I'm like, I miss this stuff. So I started playing uh, just a fun league out in Belover. Mm-hmm. And then uh, guys that I used to play tournaments with hooked me up again. Hey, here you're playing again. So I played in like six tournaments, not last year, last time we were available. Yeah. And it was, uh, I enjoyed the game again. I miss hockey. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I, I called around and I, I uh, got a little question for you. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> when do you usually meet your goaltender? Well, after warm-ups, he usually taps me on the pads and says, see you in an hour. <laughs> Johnny Ridley, you do that every Sunday morning. After warm-up, you tap me on the pads and go, see you in an hour, Jeff. <laughs> there's goalies, there's defense, and there's forwards. Yeah. <laughs> You're not asking the goalie to score goals, so no. why should I stop pucks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know who that, that was from? Timmy? <laughs> Who, do you know who that was from? Timmy? No, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Of course. Ask him. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him what he usually introduced himself to the goalie. <laughs> the only time he scores is when I bounced it off his ass. <laughs> Fucking Jamie. He's, he's, what was he doing in front of the net? <laughs> he got lost. <laughs> he rushed the pocket. <laughs> Fucking Jamie. He off the blue line. Jamie's always causing shit on this show. Eh? Oh, he loves to cause shit. Like I, I've been, I've been looking in, uh, you know, the S seventy three's that page there. It's got everything on it, yep. and it says meet the players or whatever. And and uh, who was it? McCa- Sean McCabe was saying, uh, you know, Jamie was the funniest because he just wouldn't shut his mouth. He's like players hated playing against him because he would come up with something all the time. Like, learn how to skate. Uh, come talk to me when you learn how to skate and oh, yeah. shit like that, you know. Like he was hard. wrestling at high school, like 120 pounds. He was just a little shit then. Oh really? Yeah, I seen a picture of him today. I see uh, for his birthday. Oh yeah, and happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> he's he's Jamie's birthday. He's very witty too, eh, James? Oh he is. Yeah, yeah. He loves to stir it up, and he That's knows how to do comebacks. It. But he'll get he'll get something that he knows bothers you, and then he'll he'll just pick at it, you know, festering <laughs> fucking sore. I could see I I could fucking see that with him. I could see that hundred percent. We golf three times a week together. Oh shit, that must be fun. He's, oh, a, yeah. he's a stick, eh? He's good, eh? Yeah, yeah. We uh we have some good matches together. Well, Pumple said he's only good at Bellevue because he only golfs Bellevue. <laughs> <laughs> that's what everybody says to Jamie. <laughs> oh, so you that's one of the 73s tournaments out there, eh? So he can do so fucking good in yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about McCabe and McLeod? Yep. Bruiser. 
I got a story for you. So now I'm either 19 or 20, I think 20 maybe. Go down to the old barn to catch the bus. There's maybe two lines there, Rob. And I told the coaches, I ain't going to fucking Wallsburg with two lines. We're going to bench brawl. It's going to be over. And what a waste of my night. I'm going to stay home and drink kind of thing. <laughs> Coach said, you're not going? I said, nope, not going. So they, he get, jumps on the phone, calls up Bruiser, McLeod, and McCabe. <laughs> At least now we have three lines. We're still going to beat him by 15. We could yeah. beat him with one line if we had to. Yeah. But at least it won't be such a shit show. Well, sure enough, me, Milsey, and Evola get thrown out in the first period for fighting. We're in the dressing room. You know how it goes. You get undressed from here up. You just sit there, bellies hanging out, and chill out, you know? Drink beers. Yep. No. That was not Junior Seaman now. We hear a ruckus. We open the door. We go out to the hallway to see the fight. Bunch of guys are jumping on Joe. He's 15, 16 years old. Like his first junior C game ever. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I don't think McLeod, McCabe, were, or uh, McCabe and Bruiser were on the ice. It was some veterans. And Joe got his – he did pretty good for a 15-year-old. He comes in the dressing room. He goes, hey, Jeff, I got my first tooth fight. <laughs> I said, pardon, Joe? He's got his tooth in his hand. Oh. I got my first tooth fight. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. That sucks. I love McLeod. I love that guy. <laughs> you should get him on. I can't wait. I can't wait till he comes up. Cool. The coach is going to come into the dress room between periods. We locked the coaches out of the room, and we had a few things to say to these so-called 19, 20-year-olds that stood there and watched a 15-year-old get his ass kicked. Yeah. Fucking garbage flying everywhere. Oh, yeah. I'd be pissed. Pockets and gloves? No, it is garbage cans thrown all over the you know, the so-called veterans that stood there and watched a 15-year-old get his ass kicked. And actually, Joe did good. I shouldn't say that. Were but they, at one point, we got two guys on him. Were these boys from Essex? Were they Essex boys? Oh, yeah. Really? Hmm. I won't we'll say names. Talk, we'll, we'll have to talk about that after after the show. Yeah, we'll I won't say names. We uh, get off the air. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got some shit to talk about off the air. We can do a whole other show. Oh, holy fuck. It's always like that, though, it turns out. Oh, yeah. Out no, it's awesome. Like, we, we spent probably... 45 minutes off the air with Timmy. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I forgot to bring up him, uh, them putting out a bounty on his head when he was up in uh, uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was on the radio. Yeah, the radio station put a bounty on his head saying anybody, just they want him dead. Fuck off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they wouldn't let him on the bus, but... Corey Wilson and was it Terry Miller were down there yeah. visiting him and they let them go on the bus to the game and Tim stayed home. Jesus. But they weren't gonna risk it. They weren't gonna risk it because they were saying like anybody, it didn't, it didn't have to be a player in the game. Anybody okay. that got it got him, you were getting money. Oh, I, I would have been like, I'm fucking going. I, I would have been like, fuck you, I'm going to the game. Like, Bro, that's total slap shot shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's, that's insane. What, I, right? what yeah. I want to know is what did he do that pissed somebody off that bad to where they put a fucking bounty? It was off? obviously a strategic move. Oh, okay. No. Because he said he wasn't dirty. Remember? Not a yeah, dirty. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> as soon as I said it, he's like, I was more strategic than dirty. Rob, here's Timmy's strategy. Rob, I don't want to fight. Boom! <laughs> Always the first punch. Always. One of those, eh? Hey, Always if you're not punch. first, you're out. 
that's fucking funny though man that's hilarious so so like what about now jeff what do you do now like what's life like after hockey and shit golf yeah what's that who's gonna win the masters oh i will if i make the cut you will if you make the cut don't you gotta go (laughs) kind of late ask jamie probably him oh yeah 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 if the masters was at bellevue yeah I don't watch that much golf. I don't know. It's good for napping. I, like I agree. Napping. I agree. I'd rather play it. Me too. Look at Rob. I work a lot and I, uh, if I'm not working in the summer, I'm riding my Harleys or golfing. Mm-hmm. Your yeah, wife I... also uh, rides Harleys too, eh? Yep. We, got, we each got one. That's awesome. Rob, I just noticed you're not in a sling tonight. I, I, I can't put it on all the time. But uh, I, I, was, I had my whiskey and I started drinking. I was like, holy fuck. Oh, you got to do it out of your other hand. Yeah. I got to go, 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 go lefty. A lot of strange things happen with his hand. Hey, do you guys think that we're going to get that uh, 73s thing in again this summer? Or what? The golf tourney? You guys think we're going to actually if they do it like they did last time? I think we will. Because I had a no dinner. I don't see I don't see a dinner coming out of it or anything again, you know. But But that was fine. Like... I had a really good time. I met a lot of good people, you know, like, and we, we plan on sponsoring uh, one or one or two holes this year. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We, we want to give back too, just like you guys are giving back to us. We want to, we want to help out you guys too. And my team is me, my team is me, Jamie, me, Jamie pales. I can't remember who the other fourth is. We need some, uh, hot trick hockey shirts. We can, sure. we, we can figure that out. Yeah, we can definitely um, set something up. I thought it was you and your wife and Mike and his wife. Last year it was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't me, know what's going on this year. Me, me and Ant got a, a wager going that uh, he's going to pick a team and I'm going to pick a team. Fucking guy. No, so so this year Rob and I are making a little bit – little interesting. We're going to – so like – like Rob there was saying, he's going to make a team and I'm going to make a team and whatever team does better, we're going to put some beer on the line that we're obviously probably all going to drink anyways, but... It'll be free anyways. A yeah. big old, uh, GL. Whoop. <laughs> if, Jamie, if Jamie plays for Rob's team, I'll play for you. Yeah, see there? Boom. Jamie and I are oh, pretty, pretty even. No. No, he's going to pick his own team. I get my team. Well, he's already volunteering. I, technically, I got a spot open, so, you know... Well, then I got to pick up Mike. And I'm going to draft Chris Queen. Well, you can draft Chris Queen. He's a beaut. He's a beaut, and he's an amazing golf. I was golfing with this I'll guy. Have, uh, Timmy. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll put four guys on that team, and I'll be the captain, and oh, I won't you, even play. <laughs> you, are, you have to play. I know. We're I know. the downfalls of the team, Rob. Yeah. I'll, get, <laughs> I'll get Jamie, uh, Mike, and uh, Kenny Sylvester. The only thing I can do about once around, maybe twice around, is hit a really far straight ball, and that's about all I got for the round. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a good putter. I'm not a good. Chip. I'm not good with my irons. But that two out of eighteen times, though, I'll smash it off the tee. <laughs> hey Jeff, speaking of golf, do you remember when we went to West Virginia, and uh, we came up to that long hole that went straight down? Remember, and. Chris Fowler asked Buck to use his clubs. 
and yep. he hit the longest drive on that hole with the opposite hand. Opposite hand. Right? Because you went yep. down there and you put a sign in where his ball landed and it said, you are not a good golfer if you can't beat Fowler left-handed or no, something like that. It, that was incredible. How far do you get? Well, it's well, downhill. It's on downhill, average, right? On so average, I'm going to hit 300 I, there. I, I, I hit 300. He hit freaking 450, 500. Like, just crush this thing. But still, like, it, it was, it was honestly, as the hill started to level out and then the green was there, it was at the bottom of it. Like, if you ever, if you ever looked at this hole, like, you would just, it, it was unreal. Unbelievable. Did you go to the Burger King? After that hole, no. Remember, Burger King was right next door to that to that green. No, I don't. There was the girl sitting sunbathing on the top of the. Naked, thing. Yeah. That's all I remember from that hole. There's a Burger King. There's three left. <laughs> Rob, you got to ask him the question. Oh yeah. Okay, Jeff. So, this is a question I ask everybody that comes on the show. If you had a goal-scoring song like baseball players have a walk-up song for their at-bat, what would your goal-scoring song – what would your goal-scoring song been? It goes back to ball hockey probably with Joe Garon, Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. That's pretty quick. <laughs> that's That's got to be one of the fastest answers too. Yeah, yeah. I think he knew it. Somebody, somebody mentioned it to him. It's you and Scotty fucking Gomez. Scotty, he answered it like super quick too, like just like oh. that, like bam, like he was like didn't even hesitate. He was like anything by the stones. I was like, whoa. No, like he... we, used to, we used to play that walking on the ice or the floor for ball hockey. I love that tune. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's a great song. Mm -hmm. Who was who was your favorite coach growing up? Yeah, favorite. I didn't like coaches. <laughs> So Kenny, Miller, Kenny Miller taught me the most, but he also cut me one year because I called him a fucking prick. And, well, at least and he wasn't brought, dad like Jamie, Donnie. Yeah. That's crazy, man. And then he brought me back up in about a month. Um, I like, you know, when I was younger, we had Kim Ferguson and Buzz Burling in them. I like those guys. They taught you, but it was about having fun and respect and everything else. I probably have to say Fergie and those guys. Nice. After that, we had Bill Blair, which uh, Bill's been around hockey a long time, but we had just won on Ontario two years, you know. It was just all about conditioning with him. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Now, is, that, probably, is, that, is that Mike's dad? Mike Blair's dad? No, no that's uh, Phil. Phil's dad. Oh, okay, Phil. So. Yeah. With him, it was all about if you're tied at the end of the second period, you win by six because we're in such great shape. <laughs> but Kenny I never Miller heard of probably, Kenny more than Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Miller is probably the one that taught us the most about the game. It was just uh, not a likable fellow at the time, but uh, taught us the most about the game, probably. Jesus. Who um, is he wasn't lying about? Sorry, go ahead. Jimmy wasn't lying about our junior C coaches. Glennie O'Neill, Mike Quinlan. Glennie threw a stick in the old barn, through the first door, which is entering the shower, right through it and stuck in the second one. 
There's just one of those thin, you know, those shitty doors, but still one right through it, stuck in the second one. You didn't. Could you imagine a kid would have seen that today? He threw the stick at me. (laughs) Mommy wouldn't let him come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an animal. He's a mess. It's crazy. Rob, I'm. I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm tapped out. I, I asked him everything I had. <laughs> but oh, if- it's, it's been a great interview. I, I I just got a couple more things. Sure, go uh, ahead. Who 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 was your uh, one favorite teammate of all time? Whether it was growing up, like before in your minor days, or playing junior C or junior B. Now you got me. How about I just tell you this story? On Junior C bus, our goalies were Dave Goniel and Joe Garon. Total beauts. We had such fun bus rides. And obviously this isn't a, doesn't need to be censored, but Joe would read from a certain magazine and ad lib What? Yeah. And ad lib to the stories. And you'd have a group around him, like a teacher te- telling stories to a five-year-old. And we'd all sit around Joe on the bus and he'd ad lib to the stories. So I'm going to say... Probably Joe was his bus rides home yeah. after you know, a good win and reading from a certain magazine and ad lib. He was hilarious. Yeah, he was. Um, he was my coach with the Legion for years and years and years. And he would get, uh, you know, he come he come to the diamond and we we just be sitting around stretching or whatever, getting ready for ball. And then he goes, "So there I am in Niagara Falls at the strip club." <laughs> <laughs> then it would go. So this girl guy says to me, <laughs> you know, like you say, ad lib. And now everybody up the, the circle's getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Yeah. And they just laugh and laugh and laugh. He is a great storyteller. Such a he, funny guy. And he throws epic parties. And we gotta get him back on because he didn't even get the touch on, you know, Joe, Joe's such a professional, you know, like everything was well, counselor too right whatever but but when we were done joe was like i didn't even get to touch on the house parties and and you know what i mean so i I definitely want to get joe back on and uh and let him let him loose because he's such a fun guy like i i I love joe i have a feeling the uh summertime here we're gonna end up on a little bit of a tour around essex doing some some like interviews here because uh there's a few guys there there that were like, "Hey, come by. We'll do like an outside interview type deal. Like sit outside and stuff." I'm like, "Hey, I'm down." Oh yeah, Jordan Jordan Broman uh, wants to sit down with Pumple at uh, Joe Bodell's yeah. house. We're coming for you, Pumps. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and, and do uh, do an interview. I, I the game, the gang they have. <laughs> yeah. The Friday Friday afternoon gang. Oh yeah the 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 Meg Club. Yeah, they, they got t-shirts and everything. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. I go over there every other Friday. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got my shirt yet, but I'm, I'm like a, a patch. I, like, you know what I mean? Like a uh, prospect. Hey, just, prospect. hey, Rob, just tell them you'll do a little jersey swap with them. You'll do hat trick hockey shirt for one of those ones. Well, they already got them. <laughs> All of them got them. I know. So, oh, I yeah, got to earn this too. Pumple has it too. Yeah, I forgot about that. You, Joe. <laughs> so, Rob, I guess your partner's the brains of the operation. What's that? I said, I guess he's the brains of the operation. Oh, Joe? 
No, Anthony, because you already give the shirts away without trading for something valuable. Right. <laughs> Way to go, man. Cool bag. <laughs> That's funny. All right, uh, Jeff. Okay, one more question. Shoot Is it. there any uh, story that you want to leave us with that, uh, you know, you, you enjoy telling that uh, the fans might uh, love to hear? I'd really appreciate it. If we go old school hockey – I got one that I haven't told in a while, but a lot of people know about it. You probably don't. Uh, my older brother, Mark, is five years older than me, right? And he grew up playing minor hockey in Essex and everything else. And he made the threes that year when he was 17, 18 years old, 18 years old. But he decided it was too tough. He already finished high school and was going to St. Clair College for two and die. So we went and played for juvenile. Do you remember the old juvenile league? Oh, yeah. So I was 13. Mark was 18. We go to Leamington and playoffs. Remember that, that old barn? I love that old arena. Yeah. You come running out of the dressing room, up the ramp to the ice, yeah. and you're right on top of the players, right? Or, uh, you know, fans are right on top of us. Well, my brother's, like I said, 18 years old. Lefty Davidson's wife, Jane, had already gotten a fight. Paul Reeb's wife had already gotten a fight. <laughs> Two women have already gotten a fight. 15 guys have gotten in a fight. I mean, the whole arena is packed, just like Essex used to be, for juvenile hockey. And things are getting pretty ugly. So uh, my brother, who was a biker in the day, made a phone call because he knew things were going to get really bad. Well, Paul Reeve, what's Paul? 6'4"? He's in the penalty box. The fans jump in and start beating the shit out of Paul Reeve. Oh, my God. Well, my brother's five foot fuck all. Superman goes flying from the bench, across the ice, jumps to the penalty box, knocks the guy out with one punch, which is fantastic. Paul Reeve gets loose, but there's still eight more fans in there. My brother got his ass kicked for like 10, 15 minutes. My bro oldest brother took off his coat, give my dad his gun, his knife, everything else, went around to meet his biker buddies. My mom had said to all the executive, Mr. Works, Mr. O'Hower, and all them, Mr. Plymers, are you going to do anything about this, right? Mark's getting his ass kicked. They said, what do you want us to do? Mom says, I'll take care of it. Jumped over the boards, grabbed Chief Walsh's hockey stick, and started going to the penalty box. During the game, Rob, one of the players leaned to come up and said, hey, old lady, you better get off the ice. Boom, she hit him over the head. Went to the penalty box and just started swinging their stick at all the fans. By this time, my brother had met his biker boys, and they just parted the seas for him. And my brother came out of the penalty box, you know, with black eyes and blood everywhere. Eight fans beating the shit out of him, but yeah. mom went right across the ice. And you Nobody can't even get What's that? I said you can't even get out of the penalty box. Nope. Nobody I know can tell that story that their mother went across the ice during a hockey game swinging a stick. Yeah, mom don't play. <laughs> she told you she was tough. <laughs> Jesus. So I'm coaching hockey years later, and we have a, a a gift exchange right at Christmas time. I get a gift, you know, from one of the players under fifteen dollars, whatever we set the limit at. Yeah. I open up. It's a purse, old fifty year old purse. And I I don't get it. And obviously, Bill Blair told him about it because I was coaching with Bill. He said, "Open it up. Maybe there's a note inside." Hey, <laughs> open it up. And they said, this is your mom, mom's purse. She lost it in LinkedIn. Explain the story. Uh, so I had to tell the story to 15-year-old kids that my mom went across the ice, swinging a stick, knocking people out. <laughs> True that's story. So awesome. That's hilarious. Never what happened today. 
That's a great story to end with. Oh my god! So I just want to say you. thanks, thanks so much, Jeff, for coming on. This was awesome. I really appreciate you spending the time with us and uh, hanging out. Yeah, I'm definitely glad you people are really going to enjoy this. Yeah, this is good, man. This has been great. Um, just want to say all the best, brother. Hopefully uh, this year we can hit a fucking round of golf and maybe crush a couple beers together. It would be nice. And uh, we'll figure something out, man. Um, we play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Give me a call. All right, brother. Seriously, thank you for everything. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And there he was, folks, our boy Nines, Rob. What an absolute gem. I love the guy. I, I, I love all these hometown guys. You know, I, I wish, uh, you know, we could get, get some more of these guys. From, I wish uh, we didn't have COVID. Oh. Fuck COVID. Fuck you, COVID. Right. Right, in the, right in the fucking face. Fuck fucking COVID. circle boot you, fucking COVID. I hate it. <laughs> COVID's killing I'd, 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 like, I'd, like, I'd like for some of these Bell River guys and, and Amherstburg guys and Wheatley guys and, you know, like, Let's go, boys. On the show. Like, coaches, get your boys. Yeah. I want to hear from them. I'd, I'd like to hear what these guys are going through right now. I can bring on another Essence guy, no fucking problem. But, <laughs> you know, like, what, this this is, you know, a Great Lakes uh, podcast, you know. We can bring yeah. on anybody, everybody. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see what these kids are going through to, uh, you know, figure out their point of view on the whole COVID thing. Like, how hard is this for them? Like, even, you know like... OHL teams, man, hit us up. Yeah, let's yeah. go. I've like messaged a few of them too. Haven't really heard anything from them, but uh, we'll keep plugging away. Trust me, we don't have any any issues on guests when it comes to the show. We're usually okay. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I'd like to hear from uh, Wes's guys and yeah. and uh, I boys, and you know. Uh, the Goose's boys out, out there in Whatley drinking their 50s and freaking crushing OVs. We just crushed blondes. <laughs> That's funny. So, Rob, I kind of want to ask you now that the, uh, well, the trades are still like trickling in, but I want to know, even though it probably hasn't, but has your Stanley Cup pick changed? Yes. Okay. To the Red Wings in four years. <laughs> Fuck off. You're such a fucking dick. <laughs> because I'll be able to change this this year with the new Stanley Cup champs. So you're going to stay with the Leafs, I take it? Yeah. And any of you assholes that want to put an asterisk when the Leafs win the Cup this year, I know you're all fucking Red Wings fans and you can all <laughs> sit on your hats and spin. <laughs> oh cheers. <laughs> cheers and beers hey fucking i don't know man i they definitely like i the deals they made definitely gives them a whole new kind of look 100 percent. four years that'll be awesome like you know he's gonna do something with that team i'm not and talking he's just about gonna keep wheeling and dealing for the next three or four years yeah you know like Toronto's been in a rebuild since 67. <laughs> you know. Do you think, do you like 100% in your heart, this is the year? Yes, I do. Yeah. I do. They pulled out all the stops. 
I really think they have just as good a chance as anybody else that anybody picks. Mm-hmm. I am not afraid of Vegas. I am not yeah. afraid of Boston. I'm not afraid of Tampa Bay. I think I think I have more. My my team has more talent on there than these other teams do. So look, so I'll like I'll open up our deal right now. If you want to change your, if you want to change that pick, not a fucking chance. So you're going Toronto. My team just got better. Uh, they did. My team hey, literally so, just got better. So you're gonna stay with the Leafs. I'm gonna stay with Vegas. Okay. So I'm. I said it. I'm. Just let's see what happens. Because the funniest part is I was just seeing a thing not too long ago on here, but all of the analysts they all had Leafs or Vegas. Leafs or Vegas or Lightning. One oh, of yeah. Yeah. Would would the Leafs get Tampa Bay before they'd end up playing Vegas? I'm not yeah. sure. I think We're so. We're gonna get that guy Jack on that. Yeah. I think they do. I think they do too. I think it's still that side of the conference. Las Vegas was so, quiet today. Well. Wow. That's a fucking wagon over there. <laughs> I know. And I, you know what I mean? Like, you would think they would try to make like a move or two to maybe, you know, the like something, but no, not a thing in Vegas. Well, what's really out there? Like there wasn't too much left after uh, Felino was gone. Hall yeah. was gone. You know, Hoffman's their, their team there, is tough he? as nails. So sorry, everybody. I'm looking at the trade deadline, but I was going to say, isn't Hoffman still out there? I think he was. I didn't see anything uh, gone from him. So yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Like my nipples are hard right now. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> not because it's cold down here. It's cold as fucking balls down here. But yeah. So breaking news: the uh, Wild St. Louis game is actually postponed tonight following a shooting involving the cops so where was this at whose home who, where it was like it it's in st louis so they postponed the game or wait oh sorry it's in minnesota so there's a shooting in minnesota again yeah where a uh it sounds like a uh cop shot and killed somebody by the way it sounds so that's breaking news i literally it was been up for three minutes so i don't know what the fuck's going on there hopefully everybody gets their shit see man covid's driving everybody crazy making everybody nuts um so we'll move on though mark andre flurry what about him well you said didn't he do do something recently or yeah, he is tied. Um, oh, I got to find it now. <laughs> I just had it too. Oh, where the fuck did it go? <laughs> oh, Rob. Um, yeah, he he just tied uh, Eddie Belfort for fourth in um, most wins. Oh, is it? Holy shit. Yeah. How high do you think he gets on the list? Do you think he gets to number one? Well, if he would have went and Toronto would have did what I fucking told him to do, 
you know, you when we get shit right, it's really good when we get it right. But uh, yeah. they didn't, they didn't do it. But yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty impressive though. Uh, for a goal, for a goalie like that. And I, I, I don't know how old he is. I, I looked it up the other day and I, you know, my number, I'm like, I have dyslexia. So if anybody he's wants to know, like, uh, he's like mid thirties, he could be 73 or 37. I don't know. He's like mid thirties. Yeah. 32 or 23. I don't know. <laughs> I get my own birthday m- mixed up. He might even be like, maybe only like a few years younger than me. Younger. Yeah. Fuck, I'm an old bastard coming up here less than a month here. Well, three weeks away, I'm going to be 36. <laughs> you want to see old? You should see my – never mind. <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> All right. Hendrick Lundqvist. Yeah, so uh, he wants to come back and play. Like, I, I there, there was an interview where he's like, but, but he needs more time. Well, Fuck, really? Yeah, you, you had just had your surgery. chest cracked open. Yeah. And you had heart surgery done. He's been on the ice like, already, eh? Yeah, I know. I've seen it. But, like, why risk anything like that? I get you love the game, and I get you're fantastic at it, but why would you uh, why, why would you risk anything? You have a bazillion dollars. Yeah. Not, even a, not even an actual member, but... He does have an assload of money. It's funny you can have a bazillion dollars. Yeah, but he, you have to like figure too. He sees the best doctors in the world and stuff when it comes to this. So I'm sure that he's going to get good advice. And if he's, if they say he can go, why not? Yeah. Well, right? I don't know. After something like that, I would just that's, say, but he's still with Washington. Yes. I believe he is. Yeah. That, well, that, but he, or did that trade not go through because he didn't pass the physical because of his heart? I'm not sure. When I seen the uh, freaking clip of him there, he was wearing Washington stuff. Yeah. So maybe he had all the goalie shit on. Yeah. So maybe because he, I don't, I'm not sure how it is, but I'm just, throwing it out of my ass here but maybe he was like because he signed a deal and that like happened maybe it would extend him to the next year where he would follow the same deal type like i don't know that guy jack just looked it up said washington he's still with washington yeah see there we go boom so we'll see we'll have to we're definitely gonna follow it up and one of the last things we'll end on a couple leafs here Matthews is already at 31 goals, scored a hat-trick the other night. Just running He's away with the goal race. He could, hit, he could hit – he could still hit 50. How many games are left? Roughly. I, I want to say Toronto has 19 or 18. They huh. could even have 20. I don't you know where might. Stack Guy Jack on, is on this one, but – their normal 56 game schedule this year. This is year, that what it is? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and, and you got uh Connor McDavid at what 23 goals? Dude, he does that little fucking that little drag and snap. Like best release probably in the NHL. Snipes. Snipes yeah. that yeah. guy. Wow, and he's got the best fucking disher in yeah. the league. 
and he has just the best, one of the best mustaches in the NHL too. <laughs> yeah, if you deal cocaine. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, that's funny. Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Pablo. Yeah, it's funny. He snipes all, like man. Pablo Escobar. He snipes. I'll give him that. And the goalie there, Campbell. This guy is fucking. Well, what, a, what, a, what a great run this kid's having. What do you do? Like, you just signed Riddick. You still have Anderson. And then now, like, this guy's fucking rattling off 11. And, like, what do you do? Well, uh, Campbell's susceptible to injury. Anderson's susceptible to injury. Like, uh, there's no there's no rushing Anderson back right now. They are not worried about it whatsoever. So, I see Hutchison's on the out. He'll go back to the AHL, right? And, you know, maybe, maybe he gets... I'd love to see the guy do well. You don't want to see anybody have to leave the, you know, the, you made it there. You made it. So. But in um, the end, it's a business. Right. And you have Campbell and uh, what What was that guy's name they picked up from Calgary? Riddick. Riddick. You have Riddick. So now you have another solid backup. Um, Campbell. You can't take Campbell out of the net. You have 10 straight wins. You just 11. beat out – or, sorry, 11. Yeah. You just beat out Carey Price uh, for most straight wins ever and surpassed Felix Potvin as well. That's what I'm – So, so Potvin had nine. Um, Price had 10. And now Campbell, who was a backup, that stepped up and came in and there you go. So let let me ask you something. If you're if you're the like Leafs right now, what do you do? Let's say you have to sit one, scratch one, start one. What? How do you do isn't, it? Isn't that another start? Doesn't something else? <laughs> sit, scratch, play. Fight one, fight one, marry one. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, but we're doing the fucking hockey version of it. So you have to hit one, scratch one, play one. What do you do? So I play Campbell until he runs out of good luck. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that he's winning because of good luck. The team teams are totally different in front of certain goalies. You yeah. know, maybe they have more trust in Anderson, but I think Toronto's becoming a lot more comfortable because I'm watching this Campbell kid make a lot of saves, you know, so. But the guy they got coming in, the new guy, they call him Big Big Save Dave. I don't know. Well, it all depends on when Anderson's healthy enough to come back. Is there, have they? I, 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 put, I put Anderson as, as, as a backup until Campbell loses the spot. You know, you know, and I don't mean him, one loss. You're, I'm not getting. He's not getting benched for one loss. You give me three and five. You give me two and two losses in three games. Yeah, maybe I'll put Anderson back in and let let him go till he, he's hot. You got to remember, these guys, these teams were all looking for number one goalies to to have two number one goalies, right? So they keep saying, "You're go." You go, you go, you go. You know, like I'm gonna go with a two goalie system. Okay, then then prove it. Go with a two goalie system. Anderson comes back. I play Anderson for a game. 
I play Campbell for a game. I play Anderson for a game. I play Campbell for a game. Let these guys rest and then come. Look at look how Flurry got shit on in the playoffs last year when uh, Robert uh, came in and he was fresh. Uh, was Leonard. Uh huh. Leonard. Yeah, Robert Leonard. Yeah. He came in. He was fresh. Flurry carried the the team the whole fucking season. Comes in, yeah, you're going to be burnt. Well, you know, Mr. Fresh Pants, he's going in and he's taking over the the games. I don't get why every team, like, I would spend a little more in net and have those guys do that, play them every other game. Or if you know one guy owns one team, then you start him again, then he gets a few starts in a row or whatever. But you know what I mean? Like, you could really do some damage if you played your cards right. Sure you could. Like but Las, you do need good, Las Vegas good goalies. Too, but now, next to them, defense and good goalies win you championships. Mm-hmm. Offense wins you games. But if you go it's after, just like, but I'll I'll still say though, top of the league goalies one two punch goes to Las Vegas. It goes to Las Vegas hands down. But right after them now is Leafs. Yep. Like it's not a bad situation to be in. That's why I asked you: sit one, play one, scratch one. Cause like, like, would you? To me, I would say the same thing. I would play, play what's hot. If it's not broke, you don't fix it. Yep. You know what I mean? And like, why would you not play this guy? He's on his confidence is through the roof. He's walking into the fucking room. His dick's hitting his fucking knees. He's got so much confidence in that room right now, right? Wow. So why would you not let that guy play? Keep playing him. Uh, I'm, I'm not taking him out. He, He's got the most confidence in the NHL right now. Even if that means with the new, but with Anderson out right now too, so Riddick's gonna come in. They're gonna probably split the time. Well, no, I wouldn't say split the time, but he's gonna come in and they're gonna be a one-two. Whatever. When, when Toronto has back-to-back games, Riddick is gonna play. Yeah, exactly. But I like your idea on it. On like, wait till he loses some games or whatever. Make sure that like that is that hot fucking streak is done. Yeah, well, see, here's the thing. When he comes back and Anderson's fresh, I'm not saying take him out. I'm not saying run with him. I'm saying go to your two-goalie system. Let him stay fresh. Come to playoffs. Now I'm fucking riding you. Mm -hmm. Or if it's working going one, 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 and you're winning, keep doing it. I'm riding you like a fucking horse. (laughs) Yeah, you could, but I'm saying, you, but if you go into a deep playoff run and your series go deep and everything, man, that's a lot of fucking hockey. You got to, could you imagine as Campbell being your number one and Anderson being your number two? How freaking awesome would that be? And you still have Riddick? Right. <laughs> you know, like, I can see it. Like, in the end, I can see it being Riddick and Anderson. I'm saying Toronto, me personally, I think if anything fails Toronto, it's going to be goaltending. But how with these three? It's not going to be their D. It's not going to be their offense. They got too too much offense. And now they just got so much tougher, you know. (laughs) Felino's going to put you on your back. If, if you if you don't know that he's out on the ice, you're going on your back. And if you start with those, like if you mess around with those star guys, he will punch your heads off. He will put he yeah. he'll, he'll <laughs> like, try and do what Simmons said and punch your head yeah. right off your shoulders. Yeah, and there's not, but that's a, 
like the only thing that makes me think that Toronto has a like legit shot is they have everything. They have D, they have grit, they have scoring, they have speed. Like, you know, like they're starting to kind of place everything together. It looked a little shaky there for like at the end of last year and stuff and, and coming a little bit. Well, this year they've been pretty well good but they had a few weeks there back they were a little shaky for a little bit but it wasn't anything much yeah, a little bit of a three three losses a in a row bubble. yeah five out of seven losses or something they, yeah. they they went and everybody all the fucking fans started hitting the fucking room why fucking kill somebody trade somebody fuck somebody fire the coach you know, fire like, the gm fucking. yeah fire everybody lee fans chill the fuck out Relax. You guys got an option wagon right now. And it's a Wings fan saying it. And I hate saying it. But I give credit where like where it's due. And they're fucking they got a shot, man. I'll 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 say it. They have a shot. Let's see what they do with it. That's gonna be the mo- the more let's just see what happens. Don't now, let, now let me put you on the spot, Ant. Let me put you on the spot for oh. once. Okay. What do you think their odds are? Do you think they make it to the cup? Who the Leafs? Yeah, I think they're coming out of the North for sure. For sure, hundred percent. I think they're going to come out of the North. Um, I think they're going to make a legit run. Like I've, this is to me. I've never seen them make a push more than what they're doing right now. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like they made some big trades. That's some big deals coming in, and I will say that. Shit. They they have a shot. They have a shot. Like a le- legit shot. To where like if they want it, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. Let's put it that way. I'm thinking it's either gonna be if I okay, let's just say if you had to pick one of four teams to win the cup, who would you take? Obviously Toronto. Okay, so pick pick three more. Vegas, Tampa Bay, <laughs> Florida. Yeah, Florida's another fucking good pick too, right? So you would take Florida. I like Florida, and I, I fucking I, – I love Yans too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go either the Lightning, Capitals, Leafs, or Vegas. One of those four. That's one out of each fucking thing. Those are going to be the teams that I think will have a legit shot. We but, should do some kind of hockey bracket for the playoffs. I know. I figure know. something out. Figure 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 how to do something out like that where everybody can uh, get in, make their picks, mm-hmm. and uh, talk to Drew about uh, you know how you. And, and you, we could do it through like uh, Facebook or whatever. You pick your teams, you know what yeah. I mean. And and uh, but you got to subscribe. You got to subscribe. Watch yeah. the podcast. Yeah, everybody, come over to YouTube. Join us on YouTube. Just look up Hat Trick Hockey on on like YouTube, or click one of our episode links or whatever. We post our links. Just click our link. Just help the boys out. It's free. Doesn't cost you anything. And all you got to do is just smash that subscribe button. Just bam, body check it. Drop, you know, crush a bond on it, whatever. <laughs> Be careful. 
let's go. And we're on TikTok too. We're on TikTok. We post some highlights of the show. Rob doing his little. I'm on TikTok. Yeah. And I got it on myself. Yeah. So yeah, if Rob's on TikTok, anybody can be on TikTok. Anybody can get on TikTok. Yeah. So you can follow us there. We're posting like highlights of the show. And should I just, should I tell them who's up next week? Nope. No? You just hide it from? Okay. Keep guessing. Keep guessing. Come back, figure it out. It is a NHL guest, and he played a shitload of games. So let's. Great guy, too. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's put it that way. Okay. So are you, I'm good, Rob. You? I'm all tapped out, brother. I've, my head hurts. We fucking said so much in this episode. <laughs> Doesn't take well, you much gotta smoke the weeds. Yeah, I know. More, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Might have to pop by or one of our sponsors there and maybe see him over at fucking Donnie's joint. Oh, real quick, too. Speaking of all of our sponsors, the uh, freaking um, Coxon boys there. So the like county towing coxon, they're one of our sponsors. They got the show, TV show. It's fantastic, by the way. Everybody check out. I believe it's Heavy Rescue. It's called. Check it out. Four hundred one. Yeah, Heavy Rescue four hundred one. It's an awesome show. So we got the coxon boys. They're one of our sponsors. So, but they've been like painting the trucks, like sprucing, like getting the trucks all repainted and look. Man, I've been. They do such a nice job when they refinish their trucks. This truck comes around the corner. I fucking seen it like in in the flesh. It came around the corner, man. It was the nicest looking tow truck I have ever seen. Like shining, brand new paint, that bright orange. It was sick, dude. I was like, wow, that looks good. So shout out to those guys because they're all a bunch of buttes there. County towing, coxswains. Shout out to those guys. So on that note, Aunt Rob, we're signing off. We'll see you guys next week. NHL guest. See ya. Peace. Yeah, I can get behind it.